Hello and welcome to another episode of Box Office Bingers, the podcast where we just talk about movies. I'm your host, Matt Diaz, along with my co-host, Ernesto Santos. How are you doing today? What's going on, man? And we have a very special guest. And now we're a cool new way. We're live streaming on yes. Twitch while also recording our podcast, Nick D TV. Nick D cool. underscore TV. Welcome underscore back to TV. the show. That's right. Don't Sorry. forget the <laughs> underscore. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for having me back, guys. Oh, we are so glad to have you back, man. Yes, I really do appreciate you coming on the show, as well as uh, going live on your channel. I'm really excited to hear uh, some reactions, and maybe we can go back and forth, and hopefully other people will be uh, engaging with us as well. Uh, So that's very exciting. Uh, So first off, uh, Nick, lately we've been kind of uh, updating ourselves on what we've been doing during the well, we what, what is it called, Ernesto? The the quarantine quarantine chronicles. There it is, <laughs> quarantine chronicles. So uh, for the last couple of weeks, we've been uh, doing our podcast over Skype, and so we're trying to just keep ourselves uh, updating ourselves on what we've been doing. So Nick, Nick, we'll start with you. What have you been doing since all of this started? Like anything different you've been doing? Not really. Like honestly, like not really. I- you know, I'm still going to work. I'm still um, going to the store. I mean, I think the only thing that's different is I carry hand sanitizer with me and yeah. I wear a mask to go to the store. Really, that's okay. really the only the only thing that's like different that I do okay. now. All right, so I mean, that's Probably. good that not much has been changing. Yeah. Uh, has your day to day like you know, obviously you know, try not to go out as much. So have you been doing? Either, like, at least for my example, we've been doing more exercises, we've been, like, eating on the porch or something we don't normally do, anything like that that you've been doing? Um, I've been playing more Animal Crossing than I probably, <laughs> than I probably would you normally. Should. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Man. Nothing's wrong with that. Uh, Ernesto, Dude. what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, man, this is just, you know, it's just another busy week with the kids, but it's fun. You know, I've... Sometimes they drive me crazy, but you know, at the end of the day, I remember that, hey, guess what? They came from me. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when they drive me crazy, I have to remember that they're my kids. Yes. You know? <laughs> but, but no, it's been cool. We, we've got to spend a lot of time together. We've been playing a lot of board games. We've watched a couple of movies together. Got some movie nights. Got our rotation. You know, I told you about that. We have yeah, our, yeah. Right, everybody gets a turn, and this time it was Julian's turn. I'll get we'll get into that and what you're watching. You're right. But it's uh, but an update. I told I don't know if I remember. I told you I shot this this wedding video back in November. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. So I just heard back from the bride. She just um, finally finalized what I sent her, and then she sends me, "Hey, I was wondering if you have any more footage of my mom because my mom just passed away." Oh, now no. I know. Now I'm not sure if it was Corona related or anything, but you know, obviously, obviously I said yes. So, right, yeah. you know, so I'm just been busy. I'm kind of busy going, doing that, just going back through the footage and see if I can find anything to kind of make a final, another final edit for. Her. Right. Um, that's been pretty much it. Just, you know, and my wife, you know, my wife, she's been working like crazy, but. Right. Oh, that's, that's, it's so heartbreaking, but yet there's something special about that, you know, cause now you're kind of editing, uh, you know, I guess memories that she can now watch for forever in her special it's day. That's it's really weird to think about. It's like whatever I think about putting on there, those are gonna be the memories that last with her for the rest of her life. You know, right. and I, like and I, I may never ever think about it again, but you know what I mean? It's just kind of strange to think about. 
when you right. create something like that for somebody. That's very true. Um, and, and you mentioned you were playing board games. What what board games have you been playing? Oh, we have a whole bunch. We we've done Blockus. It's like this four this uh, four color shapes game, and kind of teaches the kids about like counting and shapes and like how to get shapes to fit. So like a like a brief view into geometry, I guess. It's it's fun though. Oh, so uh, this, is a, this is a learning board game. I guess it's <laughs> I feel like, I'm like man, like well, it teaches them like, and it also teaches them strategy, like how to put stuff where. Like I don't want to get into the details of the game. You guys can look it up on. <laughs> what was the game called again? Blockus. B l o c k b l a b l o k u s or c k u s something like that. Um, what else? We play why. Clue a lot. Oh, I, love, I know, I know that one. <laughs> yes. Whoa. That one, they made a movie. They made a movie out of that one. They did. Actually, let my I actually let my kids watch it. We, they for some reason that movie is almost two like almost two and a half hours long, and oh they sat God. through, and they sat through the entire movie. Oh wow. It was I pretty good. Christopher did Lord it is in multiple, it. Did it have the multiple endings? Yes. Yeah, it did. And that that they love that. That's that's like the best part. They love that's like the best <laughs> part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I one I did not know that there was a oh, I knew there was a clue movie I'd never seen it but I also did not know they had multiple endings to the movie. Yeah, because it's like the game, like you know anything anything can happen, you know. Oh, uh, I might have to give that a look then. It, was that in the movie or was that in bonus features? No, it's in the movie. <laughs> oh, it's in the movie. Like they say, well, it could end this way or this way or this way. Correct. Oh, that's really strange, but also intriguing, and also for a movie to do that, what? 20, you said 20 years ago? Oh, it's more than that. It's got to be 30 or 40 now. I have to look it up. Not 40. There's no way it's 40 years old. Maybe 30. I don't I don't do math very well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we have that board games, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ernesto, I don't think you told us. In eight, five, 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 five. So I guess close to 40. Ooh. Oh, so, oh. Yeah. so 35 years ago. Almost 35 years ago. Yeah. It's um, really good. So, all right. Not holds, but you know, it's a good, it's a good movie. Right, right. Uh, Ernesto, I don't know if you, you, I know you told me this story, and it's a, it was such a great story, and I, I don't want you to relay it. You, you said that your wife had an experience on a, uh, on a Skype call or like a Zoom meeting, and, and something happened with that with one of your kids. Yes. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> my son Edward was. It was just her at home because I was at work. And she's on, she's working from home, like almost seven months pregnant. And my son comes up to her in the middle of the, and she's in the middle of talking and goes, mom, Bella just pooped. It's everywhere and it stinks. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Uh, That is, that's still a great story. Pretty what did she have to do? Did she have to leave the meeting? You're just like, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. She said they just laughed and they just, she was just like, please give me a minute. And she like, <laughs> you know, closed her video and muted her audio and then went yeah. and changed the baby, came back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. So about, I probably, that's probably one of the things she probably never thought she would have been doing when she went to work or having a meeting is have to <laughs> change the diaper. It's yeah, pretty great. Um. Yeah, so uh, I've been, Ernesto, as you know, we go on our our evening walks, 
And just I just want to update you because I know I know you care so much about how many cats we see along the way. Ooh, and, that's the number this week. Yes, we have have a, we have a new record. It's very exciting. We have now seen 23 cats on our walk. Last week we saw 22. 20. Now we've seen 23 in a row. But it gets better from there. Not only did we see 23 cats, we saw five ducks along the way and five ducks yes five ducks and wait it's, it even gets better not only do we see 23 cats and five ducks we also saw 10 ducklings with one of the ducks along the way wow that's 15 ducks that's, that's 15 ducks <laughs> and 23 that's so cats. many so many so many ducks <laughs> and uh that is our that's that's my that's my evening life Every night we <laughs> we go out and we uh, and we we go for a walk around our neighborhood and we find how many stray cats we can see and that's more or less could be one of the highlights of of the night for the most part. Yeah, but you know what? There's something nice about finding pleasure in the simple things in life. You know, he yeah. doesn't enjoy it though. He complains <laughs> the whole entire ride. <laughs> I've been outed. Uh, <laughs> she she outed you. Yeah, she did. Uh, Megan is also here. I, I completely forgot to intro you along this. Oh, the, oh, I wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I apologize. But she's not, but she's not on camera, so we can't really talk to her. That's right. She's, we, she's we right. would like to see her face as well. There's, there's her face, right? There, we would right actually there. prefer to there's see part of her face. Yeah. Probably see, part. probably see her face more than my face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Megan's going to be, uh, she's listening in, and she'll be kind of chiming in whenever whenever she feels like it and adding some uh, helpful <laughs> things whenever she wants to. Um, so, yeah, so Matt, on top my of... Wife, my wife says your, your evening walks sound cute. Yes. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. But they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> um, we uh, so On top of that, we've also been going on, uh, this is our second week of going for a bike ride. And last week we did 12 miles. This week we did 16 miles. So, oh, wow, we are nothing. I know. I, I'm, I'm. You know, it's. It's. I actually prefer riding the bike more than I do the walking. Uh, I feel like I get more done than <laughs> like when you Boy, say, "Oh yeah, six, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> like when you hear, "Oh, 16 miles," like yeah, that's right. We could start walking 16 miles. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we don't. That's we don't do too that. much. That's I feel like it, we'll, walking. We get him. <laughs> I don't want to walk 16. Biking seems a lot of it seems easier. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's but yeah, that's biking up to like the 30s. There you go. Yeah. Start we, bike, we start work up to like 30 miles. Yeah. We, so like we uh we talked about uh going. We're gonna continue to go further than when we did last time. So next week we might try to do at least 17. Or, that's awesome, or, man. Yeah. So that's exciting. I never thought I would be enjoying bike rides, but obviously with us trying to find ways to have, uh, trying to get out of the house and, you know, do things safely, bike riding seems one of the, the avenues we went down. So uh, excited about that as well. Um, so, yeah, that's I just much. ordered. I just. <laughs> well, you just ordered what? I'm sorry. I said I just ordered my bike. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, OK. Are you guys going to start? Biking? I wanted to. Yeah, because the kids, I mean, the kids, we let them ride their bikes in the neighborhood. 
and I want to stay with them. So I want to be, so I was like, well, I guess it's time for me to pull the trigger. So I went ahead and I got a bike so I can start bike riding with the kids. Nice. It's also to help my knee because, you know, I'm still healing from that, from that knee injury uh, right. like a two months ago. So this would be a nice ease, nice way to ease my way back and start being physical again. For sure. For sure. Uh, that's great. I mean, also like even bike rides or whenever your bike rides with the kids, that sounds like a great time. Oh man, it's fun. And they love it. Uh, no matter how many times they fall down. (laughs) (laughs) As long as they keep getting back up, that's all that matters. Um, so yeah, so, all right, so we're going to continue on. But you know, there's something to say about that. I I think you might've broke up there where, as, as you know, we're still trying to figure out, uh, uh, the Skype uh, Skype situation. Ernesto, can you say what you said again? I don't think he shared them. Uh, no, that's not good. <laughs> Hello? Can you there we me? go. Yes, we can. I'm here. Yes. I'm still alive. Can you <laughs> yeah, we can hear you now. <laughs> Do you mind repeating what you said again if you remember it at this point? No, yeah, I was just just saying that they keep falling like they fall but at least it's good that they keep getting themselves back up no matter how many times they fall yeah okay all right all right good i'm glad we got that (laughs) we can actually start the show now (laughs) (laughs) anyway back to movies right (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, all right, so we're going to first start off like we have been recently. Uh, we're going to talk about the movie news, uh, everything that has been changing due to the coronavirus. The, the movie industry has been shaken up, and uh, it, every week it seems to be continue to doing so. So we're going to start off with a couple of movies that were supposed to receive a wide release. Um, it kind of got in it shortened, or yeah, at this point, or not at all. And they are making their way over to the streaming services. So on May 22nd, you can look forward to uh, The Lovebirds, which was supposed to be released on April 3rd, but instead they, they said sold it to Netflix, and so now you can see it then. It stars Kumel Nunjanani. Nunjanani. Say that again, Nick? Kumel Nunjanani. <laughs> that's, that's the best way I could have said it, the way you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Ernesto knows he tries. That. You know how many times I said that? <laughs> I've been butchering this every week. And for some reason, his name keeps popping up. <laughs> and he's, he's getting pretty popular. He's in a Marvel movie now. He's yeah. done He's done a lot of stuff. And now he's in this uh, in this comedy with uh, Risa Ray, I believe, Aisa Ray. And, um, and so, yeah, so you can check that out on May 22nd and on Netflix. And then also you can check out I Still Believe, uh, which was a Christian movie that was released on May 13th. And then I got a very like only was in theaters for one week. And uh, and so now uh, you can see that on May 26th on Hulu. So it, it had a very quick turnaround, at least in like about two months or so from the theaters to a streaming streaming service. So if you're looking forward to that, you can catch that on Hulu on May 26th. Um, and then now Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers actually had a lot of announcements this week. It's like, like probably the most out of any studio has put out in one week so far. And it's kind of exciting. Uh, so one of the big announcements is that they pushed back a couple of the release dates for their upcoming DC films. As you know, we already reported already that uh, Wonder Woman came out, was supposed to come out this June. They pushed it back to August 14th. And now uh, more DC films have been pushing it, have been pushed back. So now uh, 
the Batman with uh, starring Robert, uh, Robert Pattinson and uh, directed by Matt Reeves will now be pushed back to October 1st, 2021 from its original release date of June 21. The Flash got pushed back to June 3rd, 2022. And Shazam uh, also got pushed back to uh, got pushed back to uh, November 4th. 2022 uh shockingly enough james gunn's uh the uh the suicide squad sequel slash reboot that kept its original release date is now coming out on august still coming out on august 6th 6th 2021 so if you are any of you dc fans out there um you can look forward to that you think that's a like a good move to push back the batman ernesto yeah, what I was actually no, what I was gonna say is very similar to what they're doing with Tenet. How Tenet is keeping is also keeping its release date, which I mean they I guess they see that okay maybe it's we'll we should start opening little by little like but we'll take what we can get if because it seems like things are gonna start reopening at this point. Yeah, it, it's funny you mentioned about Tenet because Tenet is is basically like the last summer blockbuster movie standing and i almost want to be there like cheering for it to just really hold its ground because i really want to see that movie and it's holding its release date for july 17th 2021 i'm sorry this year july 17th of this year 2020 uh yeah Uh, and uh and so i'm surprised that and that warner brothers is making all these announcements and and they're like yeah you know what tenant we're still good with tenant on july 17th and and I, I don't know if they are going to be hurting themselves in the long run if they don't push it back like everybody else. But I was reading an article and Chris Nolan is a big advocate for theaters and he really wants his movie to be in the theater. He, you know, IMAX, he films all of his movies in 70, 70 millimeter cameras. And so, like, he puts a lot of work into the theater experience. And I think he wants his movies oh, yeah. to be in that and to be viewed that way. But also it has to be this summer. I mean, I, I can only imagine that if this is the first big blockbuster and theaters will open by July 17th, that it's going to be a a massive return. So, yeah, because it'll be the only theater playing in every theater. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, the only movie playing in every theater. Yeah, exactly. At least the only new release to be filming in every theater. Nick, you wanted to mention something? Oh, I'm just saying, fingers crossed that the movie theaters open by July. Oh, yeah, that's true. I hope so. I know uh, I feel like Disney is trying to rein in on Tenant's Parade a little bit because the week after Mulan's supposed to come out, that's they put mm-hmm. that back to July 24th. So I think they're like, maybe they're on the same mindset as Warner Brothers. Like, well, we think July might be a safe time to reopen the theaters, but only time will tell and see if they actually do that or not. Yeah. Uh, but again, like you're saying, there's a... No, I was saying it's almost like the theaters are holding like a deck of cards and they have all their movies. They're like, all right, well, we got to play one card in this month. So which yeah. card? Oh, I'm going to play this card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's see which one wins in the theaters. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully uh, you know, Warner Brothers has a full house because I really want them to release Tenant. And I think that would be great. Like, can you imagine, like, you know, all this time and then we see this massive big blockbuster movie from Chris Nolan to be the first movie you go see in the theaters? It's almost like there's some, like, gratification to that, that for some reason, that particular movie. And also maybe because I'm a big Chris Nolan fan, so maybe that's part of it as well. Um, Same. Yeah, exactly. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so moving on from that, Warner Brothers also mentioned, I'm sorry, Ernesto, that they pushed back In the Heights 
the adaptation from the uh, Broadway musical. They pushed it back all the way. A whole to, year. A whole year. June 18th, 2021. But you know what? I've been waiting since 2008, since I first listened to this show on, you know, on since I downloaded the album. To, in, Uh, Ernesto, I think you might have gone out again. So, no, I was saying I've waited this long. You know, what's another year? <laughs> what's that, another that, year? That's a very positive way of looking at it, but there's got to be a little bit of you that's like, damn. that's. <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm extremely upset. <laughs> uh, the, its original release date was June 26, 2020. Uh, and I don't know. It just seems like that's that's a far time to push it back. I did read an article that they were saying that they were still in post-production. And because, you know, with social distancing, they couldn't uh, like, uh, I guess, fairly or appropriately or uh, real, uh, realistically finish the movie if theaters were to open open back up by this June. So they they said, you know what, just give us a year. And so I guess it could be hopefully it's worth the wait, Ernesto, because I know you're really looking forward to that movie. I mean, the trailer, I was extremely excited by the trailer. Right. I was, I, it, it felt very close to the emotions I felt when I watched the show, when I watched the Broadway show. So I'm That's, down either way. All right. I'm very hopeful. I'm hopeful. <laughs> uh, along with other pushbacks, Warner Brothers made another announcement that, and, and this is kind of shocking for me to hear to, to some degree, that their animated movie Scoob, the Scooby-Doo, the retelling, uh, is not only keeping its release date, they decided that they're keeping its release date of May 15th, but they are releasing it on video on demand. And they're taking a playbook off of Universal, and they're like, here's this here's this kid's movie that we were going to release in May, and we're still going to do it, and you can rent it for $20 for a 48-hour period, and you know what, Universal will one-up you on. You can own the movie for 25 if you want to. Arista, how do you feel about that? No, what I was that's kind of like what we were talking about a few weeks ago mm-hmm. with Kurt. You know, we were saying like is it really worth it to buy a movie just for 20 bucks when right. you can just or if like I'll just wait till it's going to come out on digital and then I'll just buy it for like $5 buy. more. Yeah. As a So uh, apparently with Trolls World Tour, which is what we released a couple weeks ago, uh, with Universal and DreamWorks they made a killing, apparently. I mean, it's only a rumor, uh, but it said that they had about uh, they made about fifty million dollars, and and like that's pretty big for just a video uh, on demand release. And so maybe Warner Brothers was like, you know what? If they can do that, then we should we should probably release our movie online as well. And also, it's a kids' movie, and a lot with a lot of kids home. That's what's generating a lot of traffic. So I'm not surprised. I mean, that... Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I would say I'm not surprised that for Warner Brothers to release their next children's movie uh, to this because they can probably make a good profit off of it. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, do you see more people renting the movie for $20 or do you see more people owning the movie for $25? Um, it's probably going to be probably a little bit it'll it'll be a it'll be a variance between the two but i think more people are going to just well i'll just own it for 5 bucks like if right, for 5 yeah. more dollars for 5 more dollars i'll just have the movie as opposed to just owning it for 2 days nick what what do you think 
Um, it's, I, I definitely think it depends on the situation. Um, I definitely see people renting it and buying it. I mean, especially if you have a lot of kids. Like, my dad has, like, four kids in his house right now. <laughs> oh, wow. And, um, yeah. And they're all under the age of 13. So it's like, if you want to, if you want to have like a nice night in, you know, you pay 20 bucks, the whole family gets to watch it. You don't get, you don't get that at a movie theater. You can't go to take it, all your kids to the movie theater for 20 bucks. You know? Right. Correct. That's a good point. So do, do you feel like more families would just fork up the extra $5 and just own it at that point? If you, if you're already going to go in and watch this movie, would you? Would you put in $5 more just to own it and replay it? Or do you feel like a lot of people will stop at that $5 barrier? Um, I mean, people might just own it. I mean, but if I'm if you have to wait to own it, like, I'm probably not going to wait. I'm probably going to watch no, it I, now and then. I, I, think, I think you own it now. I think that's... Oh. I think... I don't think either or, more. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an bucks, either... I mean, if I can... Yeah, I probably, for 5 bucks more, own it now. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an either or situation. I think that's what uh, what Warner Brothers is probably banking on. It's like, well, if we just offer a little bit more, then they can own it, and then every family we have five dollars more than we would have if they just rented it for twenty bucks. I, I'm assuming yeah. that's maybe their thinking behind it. But I am curious of if hopefully they might release numbers. But if they don't, I I will be curious to see how that pans out for them. Yeah. And th- and then uh, one last big announcement. That uh, or I think Nick, we posted this on our Instagram, and you seem pretty excited about it. Um, that uh, w- Warner Brothers released a launch date for HBO Max. Oh yeah. To, uh, I'm to come, for that. yeah. Uh, the you can now view HBO Max starting May 27th, which is just next month, and they will be releasing a slew of new original content. Uh, I'm sure we'll be discussed. We'll be discussing that in a couple of weeks whenever they launch and. Mm. Uh, but in the meantime, I know they have maybe about five or six so- shows that I can think of that they are premiering at their launch date. And it's also, I think it's the more exciting news, is that they're saying that if you have HBO now or if you have HBO through AT&T, wireless, mobile, or cable, you will automatically be upgraded to HBO Max. Nice. And I know some people were wondering about that distinction between them, like – like, are they going to have three different ones? Like, what is it? Right. Like, why is that? But it seems like now is just becoming Max. I did some things like HBO. It seems like HBO now is going to become HBO Max eventually. It's just going to, they're yeah. just going to switch it all over. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I feel like there might be a slow transition to get there, but I think that eventually they'll be like we're just dropping now and then you can only get max especially that it's the same price point it's for it's 14.95 per month for hbo max when it launches that's the same price as hbo now so it would be kind of weird to ask your 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 uh, your viewers and your your i guess customers to be like hey if you want now you got to pay 15 but if you also want max you got to pay an additional 15 no one's going to spend 30 dollars on a streaming service yeah for real <laughs> yeah so I, 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 as a AT&T wireless and have, I have free HBO through that. I am pretty excited that I don't really have to do any work to actually get it upgraded. And I think that's kind of what they're banking on. Hopefully it stays that way. They could be like, well, we just do this like for the first year. And then we're going to like, all right, you had your fun. Now you're going to start paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they don't do that. Um, all right. So moving over to Sony, they made a pretty big announcement as well. Venom 2. 
uh, was supposed to be released June of 2021. They had now pushed back. No, I, I apologize. They, Sony was supposed to be out in June, um, October of this year, October 2nd of this year. It is now being pushed back to June 25th, 2021. Uh, and then as well as announcing that they pushed back the film, they revealed the title of the movie, which is now being called Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Mm. Well, I mean, that's the lead up from the from the at the end of the first one. They show you swimming. Spoiler alert. I haven't seen it. They show you who Carnage is going to be. Right. And if and I remember correctly, it's isn't it Woody Harrelson? It is Woody Harrelson. Yeah. 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 And it's I don't, it's a kind of an odd choice, in my opinion. I'm not sure if, if, if I think of Carnage, I don't think of Woody Harrelson. But I mean, he's also a great actor, so he can. He can definitely uh, surprise think, Oh, I think I I 100% believe he can pull it off. Not a really? doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I had the same reserve for Tom Hardy being Venom, and I guess that worked out okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay is a good word to use. For. <laughs> <laughs> and I was disappointed because I really liked Tom Hardy, and I had a lot of faith in him because, you know, yeah. I was like, all right, everything he does is, is more or less pretty good. He's he seems he's usually pretty committed to his roles. Right. But I mean, he was committed, but I I mean, I guess it just I guess it just mattered. I guess the writing just it really matters. I guess the right for me that writing lacked in that movie. Yeah. Or Nick, did you see the movie? I did. I did. I actually saw it like I think a month ago. A month or two oh, you ago. recently thought, saw it. Yeah, it's pretty recent. I didn't think it was that bad. I I feel like a lot of people were giving it more flack than it deserved i guess but okay i i thought it was a good movie i i enjoyed it i had fun all right i guess that's all that matters that's all that matters yeah yeah i mean maybe it just wasn't for me yeah <laughs> i mean that's, that's true i i mean venom's one of my favorite you know i was about to say disney villain i mean technically well it depends no, on how you classify no, it's not. <laughs> well it's well, it was sony so technically it's not a disney movie but oh uh yeah, Venom's definitely one of my favorite Marvel villains, and to see like Carnage coming up, um, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, it, I, I will yeah. agree to that. Like seeing a Carnage in a in a lot a big screen like that, I I'll see it all day. Either way, whether I don't like it or not, I'm still gonna watch the movie. <laughs> so, We're still gonna watch it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still watch it. Still talking about it. <laughs> um, uh, moving on to Lionsgate. Uh, they made a, an announcement that they secured the movie rights to the Hunger Games prequel book series, uh, which is called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which that, that book is set to be released on May 19th. And Lionsgate was like, yo, 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 I know that book isn't out yet, but we want that movie rights. So they secured that just recently. Ernesto, you said that you read all the books and the movies. Well, I yeah, well, I've watched all the movies. At first, I watched all the movies, and then based off the movies, I was like, well, let me read the books. And this is a – it was a classic, you know, movie was better than the book. But the movie I still was enjoyed, but I still – no, no, I'm sorry. The book is better than the movie. Oh, <laughs> sorry. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I still enjoyed the movies. The movie, I thought the movies were good. But uh, I'm actually really excited for this because – Okay. Story, story is interesting. Story was good. Um, probably gonna, I'm probably gonna listen to the prequel book. It's a very, it's an interesting, you know, and with this new book that's coming out. Right. 
Uh, and I, I believe uh, Francis Lawrence is the uh, he directed the last three Hunger Games uh, films, and he it appears to be coming back for this prequel movie as well. So uh, if you liked, I liked Catching Fire. I didn't really care for the last two. So hopefully maybe this iteration, it said to be, uh, this book is to follow an 18 year old Snow as he prepares to mentor the 10th annual Hunger Games. So that would be interesting to see how that turns out. Um, moving on to Amazon Prime, they're doing something pretty special with South by Southwest. Uh, for those who don't know what that is, uh, South by Southwest is a film festival that is every year in Austin, Texas. Because of the coronavirus, they could not do this film festival. It's more for independent filmmakers. Uh, so Amazon Prime has decided to work with South by Southwest to put out a, a collection of movies that were supposed to be per, uh, screened at there. And instead, now you can view them on Amazon Prime. So starting April 27th, you can go to Prime. You don't have to be a member. All you have to do is sign in. You don't have to pay for anything. And you can go to Prime Video and have access to over 35 different films that would have screened at South by Southwest. So I think that's pretty cool that maybe that's not really the avenue that these creators wanted to go down, but you still have a platform. They still have a platform that other people can enjoy their hard work that they put into. Yeah, I guess something is better than nothing. You know, it's, exactly. better, it's better. At least the content is getting out there for people to see it. Yeah, and and you know you're absolutely right. And like big movies that come out of South by Southwest were Bridesmaids, Cabin in the Woods, Ex Monica, and Disaster Artist. All came from that. So like any one of those movies can be the next big movie that a studio what's, can purchase. What's Ex Monica? You never ex Machina. Machina. Oh, yes. I was like Ex Monica. <laughs> what is that movie about? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> That's just that not really pronouncing words correctly. That's what that is. Have you did you see that movie, Nick? Ex Machina, yeah. With uh, with uh, oh dang it, what's his name? Poe Dameron. Yes, Poe Dameron. What what uh, Oscar Isaac? There you go. Oscar Isaac. So my wife's like screaming in the other room, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I, I have actually never seen that movie. Ernesto, I no. I know, I know. Oh my god. It's one of those it's it's one of those that people are like, Why haven't you seen this movie? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I just haven't seen it yet. It's not it's not going anywhere. Obviously, <laughs> you're right. It's not going anywhere, but it's a movie you have to see. If you if you need me to, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you. It's like, okay. Watch <laughs> well, maybe I give it to you. I'll lend it to you. <laughs> <laughs> go watch this movie. This is a it was a fantastic like the, it's kind of one of the situations. The less you I know, think the I think isn't Donald Gleason in that in that movie too? Um, yes, he is. Another yeah. another Star Trek. Another oh, sorry Star Star, Star Wars. Wars. I Star think Wars. it and I think that movie came out. Like just before, um, the came out of episode 2014. 2014. Okay, yeah. So just a year before. You're right. Yeah. Um. Then um. And then Felicity Jones, right? That was. No, no. I'm sorry. That's not. That's not Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones is Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One. Yes. Uh. Who who's who's the female? Ernesto, you still have it pulled up. What's? Yeah, I got it pulled up. Who? What's the main female lead in that movie? Uh, Alicia. Alicia. Vic Vikander, Ava. 
Okay, definitely not who I thought it was. Okay, so okay. N- not not in Star Wars at all. Um, but yeah, so I, either way, go see that movie, Ernesto. It's a great movie. I definitely recommend it. All uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like I say, I know we were teasing you last week, but like go see that movie and then go see La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I don't, I just, I don't know. I just haven't. It's another one. And somebody gave Nick, you don't understand. Somebody gave me a copy of this movie and I still haven't watched it. And I just don't know why. It was like on HBO and stuff. Like, I don't know. I just haven't watched it yet. <laughs> you, you truly have no excuse. I don't. I don't. Uh, and lastly, to round out the news, this story comes from right from our backyard. The Ocala Drive-In Movie Theater shockingly enough, made the entire U.S. box office. I saw, I saw that you posted that. I was like, yeah, the entire U.S. is the represented entire... from Ocala? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. nuts. A drive-in movie theater in Ocala was the only movie theater to report their weekend uh, box office numbers. And that, uh, that made up the entire U.S. box office. They made $5,315 and that was that's ridiculous that that is the that is the number that represents the US box office for last last weekend and uh, the two movies that they that they played was a uh, uh let's see where is it oh that's right uh, uh the World War II biopic called Resistance and a psycho a psychological thriller called Swallow uh, those are the two new releases that they came out with and that represented the box office. And the funny thing is that, that they're not the only drive-in movie theaters to, to be open right now, but they're the only ones that are reporting numbers. And that's why they, they got, you know, recognition for that. Mm. So, so there you go. All right. And that's all the news we have for this week. There's a lot, a lot happened this week. I know it's a lot of news. Um, so yeah, so now we're going to move over to Watch You Watching, which is typically a segment where we talk about all the movies and TV shows we've been watching this past week. So Renez, uh, Nick, I'm sorry, uh, what have you been watching this week? Me? Yeah. Um, let's see, I've been watching a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see, we watched um, Onward, Disney's Ooh. Onward. Ooh. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, really, I really liked that movie. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought, because I initially thought, oh, I'm going to like this movie for sure. And I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. That's good. Same, same. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I actually feel the exact same way. Um, we went into it in our review and uh, we had Alice on. But that, man, that, it was good. I, I, I was able to connect with the dad's character and the kid's character. Like, it was cool. I liked the way they kind of rounded it up. Yeah, me too. And then they added the, the whole, like, fantasy element, like, is like was, like, my favorite part of it. Same. Right. It's like a fantasy world without the fantasy, more or less. But yeah. they, but it still felt, still felt right. Yeah. Almost I, like I, the whole fantasy was grounded in reality. Yeah, pretty much, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and so I, I, enjoy, I love that movie so much. I recommend anyone to go watch it. So I'm glad you had a chance to watch it. And I guess thanks Disney Plus for releasing. Yeah. Another <laughs> <laughs> smart um, move. I know exactly. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, what else? Have we, uh, we've been rewatching Community. Um, that's on Netflix. And I, I'll tell you what, that mo- that show like really holds up. Like even like years later. That uh, anything that you've noticed? So this, this is your rewatch, correct? Like you're rewatching correct. these. Yeah, I watched it when when it originally aired. Um, 
and I have there's nothing that I've noticed that's like different or cringy or anything, but like I just said like as a whole, the show just like really holds up. Oh wait, no, there is something that's that I like it that went over my head the first time. The dean, how gay he is. He's the gay. <laughs> I was like I was like, I remember the dean being gay, but I didn't remember that like it was like slap you in the face. Right. Yeah, I, I recently did I did I recently watch it? It's been about at least about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, where I just kind of did the full binge. I think it was on Hulu, and I watched all of it. I really enjoyed Community. I like um, uh, what, what's it, what's uh, uh, Donald Glover's character's name? Oh, Troy. Troy. Troy and Troy, Abed. Yeah, Troy and Abed, great pair. Yeah, Troy and Abed carry that show for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I I really enjoyed. it. I actually liked it more than I did. Um, the other sitcoms that I watched, like Arrested Development, I liked Community a little bit more than that. Like yeah, I, I feel like I couldn't get into, like, I tried, I gave Arrested Development so many chances. I watched it, I tried to watch it so many times, and I just, like, couldn't, couldn't get into it. And it's, like, the, it's my kind of humor, too, so it just, like, right. was, I don't know why it was so hard. Did, uh, how far did you get with that show, out of curiosity? Wait. Say it again. Nick, uh, yeah. Uh, how how far did you get along with the rest of development? With or I think I watched it all, but like I just oh, you watched I the just whole thing. Oh, okay. I just didn't yeah. I just didn't feel like the same kind of like attraction to Arrested Development that I did like some other shows. Okay, because so I, I was gonna say that if you didn't like if maybe you stopped at season two or three. For me, I don't know why I kept watching. I didn't really get it until season three. It yeah. was like. It's like one of those things that are like you kept saying the same jokes over and over and over again. And eventually in season three, I'm like, oh, I get it now. And like, I don't, <laughs> and I don't know why I waited or like I not or I sat through two and a half seasons worth of Arrested Development to like, oh, OK, now it's good. But for yeah, but I guess I just had nothing else better to watch. And just like this is like it was almost like easy viewing at this point. Like, well, I'm already watching it at this point. I might as well can see where it goes. I've watched some of it. Um, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as Nick. I'm very it's very hit or miss for me. Right. Yeah. But like some of it is good, but in some of it, it just kind of falls flat. Like Michael Sarah, he's pretty good in that. You know, he's just he plays his awkward self as he always yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> he does a pretty good job playing himself or the same character in everything he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what else you got, Nick? Um, let's see what else we'll be watching. Um. I watched the Animal Crossing movie for the first time because, like, that's been I think that's came out in 2012, and okay. I've never seen that before. How was um, how was how that? It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly made for children, maybe. <laughs> it's a movie. Um, it it was really cool though to see like it hit like all the beats of like all the seasons. It hit like the the characters that show up. It hit like all the character beats that like from the game, um, and but yeah, I mean it was definitely like a children's movie, but like um, it was fun. I don't know, I enjoyed it. From my understanding, what was it a was there a was there a story? What was it about? So like this this girl moves moves to uh, animal the animal village. And for the first, you know, she's moving away for the first time, which is basically the premise of the game. You're moving away for the first time and you're living on your own and all your neighbors are animals. <laughs> and, <laughs> as, as, you know, as, as one does. 
Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so so it sounds like it served pretty, I guess, close ties to them to the video game. Um, a little. I mean, yeah. I mean, it hit it for me. It like you could see like so in Animal Crossing, all of like every villager has a different personality and you can say you can see like oh this this villager has this personality and that villager has that personality like it definitely matched up with the game for sure okay so at least you found some joy out of watching it i guess yeah or or maybe just like oh yeah they kind of did that right and then after that it's like and it's just a movie now yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh anything else you got for us um, I've been watching uh, the new season of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh yes, yeah. FX, uh, uh, Hulu FX show. Yeah. Um, Taika Waititi like cre- created the show, and it's pre- it's it's from the movie of the same name, and the movie's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's like probably one of my favorite things on TV right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. What kind of what kind of comedy is it? Like more slapstick, like. It's yeah, it's like it's a little slapsticky, but it's not like too it's not too much. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of fart jokes and a lot of poop jokes too. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your humor, what we do in the shadows is the movie or TV show for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh that's you know, I, I saw I saw what we do in the shadows. I've seen that movie. Um and I I just thought it was all right. I mean, I think that was one of Taika Waititi's first films, if I'm not mistaken. And and then I saw what we the hunt for the wilder people and I thought that was great from from his from his library of movies so yeah for some reason what we do in the shadows didn't really grab my attention but I mean some parts were funny but other than that it was it was okay yeah. for me or I, I really I also really like Jermaine Clement a lot uh, from mm. Flight of the Concords oh yes yeah yeah <laughs> so and like literally anything he's in I'm like tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. You never seen it? I've never seen it. I'll make it. I'll make check it out. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Uh, Nick, anything else? Um, no. And then I and then I watched Freaks. That's Freaks. All right. Yeah. We're gonna be discussing Freaks. Is gonna be our our spoiler review for this week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Just in a few minutes. Uh, but Ernesto, what have you been watching? Uh, I finally saw the second Jumanji movie. Hey! And that was a great movie. That was right. really, really well done. I was really, really impressed. I thought it was really well done. It had a great story. The character, lo- seeing the characters play other people in, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like them being them person, but as the avatar, like that person pretending to be that person. I thought it was yeah. great. I, I love, I loved how they did it. I thought it was very well done. Um, obviously they set up for a third one, um, so we'll, we'll, I'm definitely gonna watch it when it hits the theaters next time. Yeah, I, um, I love, I love Jumanji too. It was such a great movie, and I, it, nothing funnier right at that moment than watching uh, The Rock play Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes, it was great. And Kevin Hart playing um Danny Danny uh, Danny Glover. Yeah. Glover. Oh man, that was hilarious. Like talking slow, yeah. like do slow talk and all that. Oh, it, it's almost like that's what that movie needed to be. Even though they could have easily just put the same people, they could have played the same characters and and have the same storyline, but they just gave you a little extra 
and it worked fantastically. Yeah, they added that extra layer. Like it could have been yeah. just a typical back into the game adventure film. You right. Know, okay, they're gonna go back. Somebody went back in, and then this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen. But mm-hmm. it's like they did that, but then they also threw some extra stuff in there. Like they threw right, some exactly. extra spices in there. Uh, now I thought it was really well done. Um, we are current. Me and my wife were currently on the season finale of Better Call Saul for the current Ooh. season. So I need to catch up on that. I haven't. So good. I think I saw like season two or three. Yeah, and I know it's hard because, but. I feel the same way about Breaking Bad. The first season, I would say, like they're good, but it's slower than than obviously the the end of, of the series. Right. And we're getting the, it's building to that point in the series. It's it's so good. It's really well done. I think the character development is really good. Bob Odenkirk is on point. Um, also, for our movie our our movie night, it was Julian's turn. So on Disney Plus, he uh, he wanted to watch the Kim Possible live action movie. <laughs> it was whatever. It wasn't bad. It was actually, you know, you know, as it when you live with kids, you just start learning to enjoy kid films. Like you just learn to find the joys in there. And you know what? The story actually wasn't too bad. You know, like really. Yeah, it, but I thought it was interesting that he picked a he picked a movie with like a strong female lead like that. I don't know. Yeah. I just he's never. But I, then he told me that he watches it with his mom. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. okay. So he watched. He's already. He's already watched the movie. He just wanted to watch the movies with he, us. <laughs> he wanted like, to use it for his turn. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. You've seen this one already? That that's not right. <laughs> yeah. But it has to be a movie that we all haven't seen together. That that's like the general rule. But guess what? Now that we've seen it. We don't have to watch it again. <laughs> uh, but but you know what? For like a Disney for a Disney channel, it was like a typical Disney Channel like a Disney Channel original film, and I thought it was good. I thought it was really well done. Did you watch the cartoon at all? Uh, I may have caught it when like like in passing, but I never actually sat down and watched it. But okay. I know that it was like super popular, and oh, there's yeah. already and there's already like another animated film before but it see yeah. but it's it actually seemed like they could have set up for like a live action tv show if they wanted oh, to that would i think i think that might have been a better move for them i think a live action tv show would be great uh in my opinion nick did you ever watch kim possible oh yeah 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 i, I, I really enjoyed the show yeah. I, I i sat down all watched about it. ron possible and that in that naked mole rat yeah, there you go <laughs> <laughs> or ron stockpole yeah yeah, Ron Stoffable. <laughs> uh, you know, funny that out of all the movies you could have seen, Ernesto, uh, is that Kim Possible movie. Did you know that for our pick this week of our spoiler review of Freaks that we're going to be talking about in just a moment, the same director as the Kim Possible movie, the live action? No movie. way. Are you yeah. serious? I am. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna mention that in the notes. I had it written down right here that it was the same director, and you beat me to it. No way that you would have saw the same movie as our as our review for this week. Well, duh. I meant to do that. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like Julian knew that we were gonna be watching uh, this movie. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna help you out for your podcast this week. Yeah, I want you to see his artistic vision from the beginning. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about how the movies compare in a moment when we get into our spoiler review. I... <laughs> okay, I can't wait for that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, also, 
Uh, I finished season one of Big Little Lies on HBO, and I thought oh. it, I, I thought it was really I thought it was really good. I thought that I thought they wrapped it up. And you know, I'm usually pretty good about picking up what can happen. Um, there was one twist. I don't want to give it away. There's one t- twist that I picked up in like episode three or four. I was like, oh, that's gonna be this person. And I right. right at the end of the season, I felt very justified at the end of season one. I was like, ah. Okay. I was like, damn it! I should have said something on the podcast so that I could have it recorded. Before <laughs> I start. Uh, it was really good, and I uh, I started season two. Season two seems I can see what people mean, like the like the intensity is just not there because you already know the characters, and that was like a big part of season one is finding out the mystery of who everybody is. Right. I don't know. I'm ex. Uh, I guess I'm. Mean, I guess I'm excited to see what direction it goes into and see where it okay. goes. And then finally, I watched Freaks. All right. Uh, N- uh, Nick, did you ever watch uh, Big Little Lies? Yes, I did. I watched both seasons. Okay. Do yes, you agree with Ernesto on what he was saying, or do you have another opinion on the matter? No, I agree. I agree. I just uh, strap in for season two. <laughs> <That's all laughs> <I have to laughs> Well, I see that Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep is in season two, and she's she's uh, based off things that happen in season one. She enters the show for season two. Yeah. And okay. she's already had some interactions with some of the other characters. That's like, oh, she's like, like she's down to, she's not just a like a a bypass character. Like she's she's a she's a main focal point of that season. It seems like. Yeah. All right. I never got into it. Well, I never even started it. So. But if if it's worth a go, I might give it a look. That's on HBO, correct? Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. like Reese Witherspoon, you liked her in the morning in the morning show. Yeah. Um, she's good. She's she's very on point. She's not the same character. She's right. Uh, <laughs> she's, very she's very different in this show, but okay. she's very, as always. She's very committed. Always very committed okay. to her role. All right. I might give it a watch. Um. And so what I've been watching, not it hasn't been too much. Uh, I only got two things written down here. Uh, so we just finished. You're slacking, man. I know. I, I am slacking. <laughs> I have children. I at least have more than two. <laughs> um, well, I mean, counting freaks, I guess, is three. But at least in this particular case, it's just two. Um, we've been watching a lot of Ozark, Ernesto. So that's been taking up a lot of our time. Ooh. All right. Yeah. How far did you get? We j- just uh, a couple of hours ago, we finished season two of Ozark. I need to I need to go back and rewatch season one of Ozark and because I haven't like I haven't seen season two or three yet. Okay. Um, and it's been like since it first came out and it was like what two years ago. So I need to go back and rewatch. That yeah. shit's really good. I I, re- I do wish and I think you guys this is where you guys will have the advantage of watching it straight through if you rewatch season one or even just watching season two and then watching season three. I really wish I had watched the previous seasons before because you know how it is. That show is just, there's just so much information and so much right. character development and so many things happening that we were watching the beginning of season three. I was like, what happened? <laughs> who, who did what? <laughs> I, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> like even after the recap, I was like, yeah. that re- I was like, that recap wasn't enough. I need a little bit more <laughs> just yeah, to that, catch that- me up. You didn't tell me anything, Netflix. What, what kind of recap is this? Literally gave me no information. <laughs> no, I, no, Netflix, I think you got it wrong. I wanted the spoiler catch-up, not, not the non-spoiler catch-up. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is a time when I, I would want to know what's going on. Yeah, you gotta, let, you gotta keep me informed. It's been two years, Netflix. I can't remember everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Um, yes, yeah, so we, I don't want to spoil anything, um, since Nick, you said you're going to go back and watch it, but like I yeah. said, we just, we just wrapped up season two and, and for some reason, like it's, I feel like that I'm not again, Ernesto, I'm not fully in love with the show, but I'm still heavily intrigued and like, I'm already in the bag. I'm already, I'm already going to continue watching it, but the, uh, maybe it's just, it's just very dark. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. It's just like, is it's it like too dark for you. It might be a little too dark for me. Like, there's not a lot of, like, you know, like, good, happy moments in it. Not saying that Breaking Bad was any happy moments anyway. Uh, but there's, like, there's not even, like, a comic relief in this show. It's just all dark, all serious, no sunlight. It's cloudy all the time. It's that, that's where you're getting. <laughs> I like it. It's, no, no, it, it's, it's good, I though. Deal with the, I like the darkness. <laughs> like, I, but I, but I, I guess I just feel like they're doing it. They're doing it in a very intriguing Yes. Way. Yeah, but no, I do but I do agree with what you and Sonica said last week that you know you can't I can't watch a lot of them. You can't watch like a lot at this at one time. Like, right, like yes. I, I too much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta switch you gotta switch to something lighter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh there was so with we I think we watched uh the last episode today and then we watched like I think three episodes yesterday and the thing I've I've kind of picked up on is that if for any reason there is a sense of like you've shown weakness of any sort, I feel like you're just like oh like I I felt like it's like oh you have a heart you're dead now. It's just it's <laughs> <laughs> that's how yep. that's how I feel like this show is, it is is like if you have any sense of like doing good or change of heart or you're just not like agreeing with somebody. I don't know. It's like, I just, you just have a sense of like, you're not going to make it any longer than how you've been just because of how you've just been reacting. And so far, I, I just feel like, like, Oh man, you, you agreed with this person too much. You're going to die now. I just, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but this is like, there's like a sense of like, yeah, I think it's your time to go. And, but even though I don't want them to die, cause I think they're great characters. They, they do a really good job of building great character development. And you kind of care for everybody a little bit. Um, but I can also tell we're like, yeah, it's, I guess it's your time to go. I don't want you to go, but I, the story's telling you that it's not your time to go. Yeah. And so that's kind of like the sense I've been feeling during the show. Uh, so, yeah, so we've been watching that. So soon we'll be starting season three. So I'm excited to see how that ends. I thought the way they ended season two was a little weird. Um, like, I felt like they gave you. Like, I feel like they, they almost left you hanging, but it wasn't a cliffhanger kind of way. It was more of like, we definitely have more story to tell, but we're just going to end it right here. It felt like a setup. It felt like a, it felt right. like a end. It felt like a chapter end. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't feel like we had much of a resolution to the series or the season as a whole, but there's definitely more to come. And I guess, and I guess that's what you were saying of how this show is probably binge, better binging it. Mm-hmm. because I feel like I don't have that problem where, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, they set that up in season one, So and I just saw season one, so... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the other show that Megan and I, we actually watched, uh, is Too Hot to Handle. How's we, that? We saw the whole thing. Uh, it was definitely a lot to <laughs> handle. <laughs> was, was that the, is that the uh, reality show about the sexy reality show? It is a sexy reality show. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot of eye candy on the screen, that's for sure. And so you get, I, I'm, you know, you pick your favorites. 
you want to see them go move along. It, I feel like the biggest thing with that show that's been very intriguing is like the, the basic premise of the show is if you if you kiss um, or if you self pleasure or if you have pleasure with other people, then you are you you lose the the money that's in the pot. And everyone starts out with not everybody, but the whole group of ten people has a hundred thousand dollars. And as long as you don't do anything uh, along those lines, then you everyone walks away with with uh, ten. Ten ten thousand dollars each. Yeah, that, yeah, that math checks out. Um, and so <laughs> that sounds about right. And so, and so, yeah. So now, now you're kind of yelling at the screen. It's like all you have to do is three, not to do three simple things, and you can win all this money. And then they do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. I'm like, but why? It's like it's a lot of money. Why are you playing with that? And so like Can't they have like <laughs> yeah. There's there's some people who are like, I'm all in it for the money. And you have other people who just want to break the rules and they don't care. And so, I don't know, It's it was an enter, in, uh, in, uh, entertaining show to watch regardless. Well, if you look at it this way, it's money you didn't have before. So nope. you're not losing anything, really. That's exactly what they said. That's exactly what their mindset was. Yeah. <laughs> like, well... I walked in with zero and I'll walk out with zero and then they do the act. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> but you could walk out with more. And the whole point of the show is to build relationships uh, like they want. The, the show wants you to have uh, like they want you to actually build a relationship other than, uh, you know, physicality. And just by looks, they want you to actually, you know, build what's what's inside. And that's kind of the message that they try to portray. But most of the time, it's just like, well, here's sexy people. So you can look at them for eight episodes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those are the two uh, only two things I've been watching. The bulk of our time has been with Ozark. Um, so, yeah, so that's all I've been. That's all I have for you guys. And now we're going to go into our spoiler review of Freaks, which is currently on Netflix. And it, like we already said, is the same director as the Kim Possible live action movie, so you get that to look forward to. So Nick, we'll start with you. I'm sorry, say it again. I was saying, is it did both of them direct the Kim Possible? Because there's it's Zach Lipo. I'm gonna really fuck this name up. Lipo <laughs> Visky and Adam B. Steen. That one I got. Adam V. Steen, uh, yeah, he did. Uh, yes, he did. It looks like they both directed the movie. They did. They did. But they did. They both directed ah. both movies. Co-directed. Yes, they both co-directed both movies. So that's exciting. So Nick, we'll yes, start with you. They did. They <laughs> a lot of their stuff. A lot of their stuff. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, we'll start with you. How do you think of Freaks? Okay, so first off, I just want to, like, you sent me the, the trailer. Yes. And my first impression was there was a movie that came out, like, I want to say 2009 or 2010 called Bug. It was the worst movie I have <laughs> ever seen. And I and it gave this movie, uh, this the, the trailer I watched gave off vibes from that movie. And I was just like, this is going to be bad <laughs> why is he sending me a bad movie to watch? <laughs> and did did and did, did you not think it's bad now oh no i liked it a lot i was like oh this is a great movie this like okay. you know <laughs> i just thought 
that was like my first impression though like i was like excuse me like we're <laughs> what is it <laughs> matt sending me a bad movie never he would never do that to me why would he do that? <laughs> um but i liked it you know uh you know it was about you know the the guy and his his daughter and they they didn't make it clear at first that um that the the uh the the father had had powers had or mm-hmm. whatever yeah, um and do. i was and and his his ability was really cool he like could stop time yeah and i was like he would create he would he, create a time bubble yeah right exactly uh, that was really that was really cool. The, and the whole dynamic with like the grandpa, like I was like this this guy's like a super creep. <laughs> he was I super creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I agree with you 100. percent I walking into this movie, I saw the trailer a long time ago, and I remember this trailer kind of advertising that this was a psychological thriller for the most part that here's this dad preventing his daughter from leaving the house that's it and you have this creepy guy who owns an ice cream truck who wants and this he's like girl. he's like standing outside with the ice cream cone like yeah You're a little girl. Like, it's like yeah <laughs> come on in the back we can yeah. cut you go get out some ice cream come with me it's like, yeah, no <laughs> Should not do that. And then, like, and then he said, yeah, I'm your grandfather. I'm like, don't believe a word that crazy man said. Yeah. <laughs> she gets in the truck, and they're like, let's go to, you know, let's go to the park or whatever. And I'm like, no, don't get in the, the truck. <laughs> Stay out of the truck. Like, she's about to die. <laughs> I will say, though, something that, like, hit me in the feels just because of, like, what's going on right now. The dad, the dad straight up says, "I'm not going out for non-essential items." Yeah. <laughs> she asked for, she asked for ice cream, and the dad's like, "No, that's non-essential. We don't need that." And I'm like, I'm like, damn, this movie, <laughs> this movie really <laughs> is really hitting me today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the same thing because I was like, ooh. Maybe we shouldn't watch this right now. This, <laughs> this, this, this hits a little too close to home. And I agree with you, man. Ice cream is not essential. But depends on who you ask, because ice cream can be essential. Depends on the day. <laughs> depends on the day, exactly. Um, Ernesto, wh- where, where are your thoughts on this movie? So, you know, I didn't even watch the trailer. I just I was like, yeah. yeah, you know, I was like, I'm just going to go in blind. I'm just going to go in. I saw when I originally when I started the film, I was a little confused. I was like, why is this little, why is this man and this little girl in this house? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, are, what is happening? And then now thinking back, it makes sense when you, when you see certain times when he wakes up, when it, the, um, when it would, when his time bubble will go in and out, like you, right. like the frame, you would see the frame freak out with the bubble to go in and out. I, I mean, I thought it was really good. I actually thought it was, you know, they made it, they made the story really interesting, um, I thought the ending part with the mom, I thought that was badass. When she, oh, yeah. <laughs> when she comes in and she just starts taking people out, like left yeah. and right. Like it was, and then she just gets the little girl. They almost set up, they actually almost could have set up for like another one. Like a oh, sequel, yeah. Like a, yeah. Or a show or, some, or something of some sort. Um, I, thought it, I thought it was good. I actually really, I really enjoyed it. I, I was thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. So I, I, like I said, I was like saying earlier, I, I, 
I remember seeing the trailer and it was advertised up like this psychological thriller. And like, there's this, there's this man not, not letting this, his daughter leave the house. And I'm like, all right, this could be interesting. And maybe there would have been a twist at some point during the movie. And that's kind of what I was in the bag for. But what they gave us was, was honestly amazing. I was not expecting that big of a, of a left turn, I guess, of how, the movie is being portrayed one way of like, you know, like you, you don't know if the dad was going crazy because he's like, it's not safe out there. Don't go out there. And then you look outside and like, well, it looks fine to me. What 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 are you doing, dad? And then like this girl doesn't understand why she can't leave the house. And you have this creepy old dude that's claiming to be her grandfather. Let's go to the park and eat ice cream. And all she wants to do is like there's all this stuff. And all of a sudden, like, wait, they have superpowers. What? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> When when did superpowers get in this movie? <laughs> I didn't like that was not in the trailers, not that I it's thought. Like, why is she like, bleeding from her eyes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the and only then, thing I wish not saying the only thing I wish they would have done is like there's this one scene where in the beginning where he's sitting on the couch and you're looking at the TV, like maybe we should have heard like some of oh well no I guess they had his head well at least us as the audience I feel like for us we should have known like give us that background information about what's happening in the universe oh, so we so didn't find out it's almost like way later in the film right oh so you're saying you don't like the fact that you didn't get that information earlier or at least some of it I wanted I would I just wanted a little bit more maybe because maybe because I didn't watch the trailer oh okay I don't know yeah, that makes I, sense. I was still like I was like it took me a lot longer to figure out what the hell I didn't because I didn't have any prior knowledge was turning on the film. Right. Yeah. And, and I know I kind of appreciated that because like once we found out that this movie was about like superheroes or or the fact that now we kind of understood it very quickly. Like, oh, this old man is telling the truth. You are the grandfather. And he's trying to do good. And then the father is actually, yeah, you're protecting your daughter because there are people that are trying to kill you. And then also you have superpowers. And this and this girl can move her body and she can get into other people's minds and, and control other people. And, like, I felt like there was, like, a, an interesting escalation between, like, all right, well, here's this simple psychological thriller. And then we're just going to keep building upon that and building upon that and building upon that. And then all of a sudden we have, like, this – this vast story. I'm like, how the hell did we get here? But anyway, keep it coming. Cause I'm all for it. Yeah. I just, no, I, I, I totally see what you're saying. I just, I, I wanted it to be because the, because of the, all the extra stuff, the other stuff they gave us, which was great. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to appreciate that more without the other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I like, agree. It almost makes you want to rewatch it. It, it yeah, almost I, deserves a rewatch, I would say. Yeah, it's seriously like honestly, like you go back in there knowing what you know about the movie, I, you're going to look in there and have a completely different perspective. Like, oh, this 100 percent makes sense now. Yeah, exactly. And I I thought it was really funny. And I, I guess it, one one can see this comical. Uh, but like when the little girl was like, I want to live with the neighbor. 
and like this is my new mommy and and then the the when they finally get to that point like it almost seemed like they were playing pretend is like you know how to say this you're gonna be like a normal person you're gonna you know you're gonna live across the street you're trying to be you know as normal as possible that was the whole goal for the dad to do is be as normal as possible and so you can live a normal life and you're not living uh you know running from all these crazy people who want to kill superheroes from the or super superpower people and uh and then all of a sudden they get to that point where you thought they were being you know crazy about it but then like there's some reason behind why they they want her to go live with the neighbor and then the neighbor was all for it the money was there and then the little girl guest was like yeah you're my new mommy now and she's like uh no i can't do this <laughs> yeah it was, it was too it was too weird but then like because of her interact the interactions with the the little girl the little girl was like yeah that that girl makes me kiss her at night and i'm like oh yeah. that's weird because that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like you you uh like you made me talk in your talk, talk to you to go to sleep or to say that you're my new mommy and to say that like you she infiltrated my slumber party last week and it's like yeah no this lady this little girl she ain't living here <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's weird but you know i again i just the, i think the biggest thing was how how much i really enjoyed I guess maybe how the how the story built upon itself. And then eventually I feel like the things that they were trying to say earlier, you automatically got. And I feel like that was like my big thing that I really enjoyed about this movie. And and, and also it was well it was well acted too. I mean the little girl. Yeah, the little girl oh, yeah. was really yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I feel like she, I feel like she's going places. I think I mean, think about the scene where you were talking about the neighbor. I mean, well, we're already in the spoiler. We've already started spoiling the film. So <laughs> when she, when they're in the kitchen and you see the neighbor has called the the police that's looking for that's looking for them, and then you see how she just doesn't even think about it. She kind of copies what the grandfather did in the diner when she yeah. stabbed. She has the 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 officer stab the lady in the eye with so a that pen. When, with a pen so that it looks like her eye is bleeding so they right. would just come and light her up and then you know they arrested the rest of the family and she just had like she almost had no remorse she almost because she stabbed her and then was gonna um have the cop commit suicide right right yeah she she gave no f's at all and also yeah. she had a very clear goal i think eventually when we found out that that was the her grandfather and her mother was being uh i guess kidnapped right yeah, she was taken to the mountain or wherever that place. Was. Right, right. Yeah, and like she was captured and she was. It looks like she was going to be experimented on, or if she was go, if they were going to kill her. I don't know exactly what they did. Uh, my wife, my wife in the in the uh, in the com in the the chat here just said that girl did a better job at acting than the Harry Potter kids in the first movie. Oh wow. <laughs> Damn. That's fire. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I could kind of agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, her performance is memorable than maybe some of the scenes in the first Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. So with, I, I think the mother was like about to, uh, she was, she was being definitely captured and the little girl definitely had a clear focus of wanting to get her mom back. And so I guess at that point, going back to what you were saying, Ernesto, was like, she didn't care what she had to do. She's getting her mom back. And so I guess and maybe that was part of her 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 powers. It was just like maybe not like death didn't really phase her at all. 
But remember, they said that they get stronger as one of the elements of the film is like they get stronger as they get older. So right. think about at the end of the film when you see the mom just like wiping people out left and right. Yeah. And then you see this little girl who's only seven. I mean, well, she's seven, but she's technically only like six months realistically. Right. So it's like it just really gives you a glimpse of how powerful that little girl really is going to be. Oh, later. oh, yeah, that's very true. Like especially if with her mom's training, especially with her mom's training. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. And then obviously, like the grandfather and the the dad make sacrifices so they can so she can be with the mother at the very end. But also, like that's a crazy superpower the little girl had. I mean, she was like controlling people from like miles and miles away. And she was able to see as well through whatever fear that she was in. And then eventually other people can see what she was seeing as well. And it, again, it just, again, it just kept escalating. And I was like, wow, yeah, this is great. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I thought it was really well done. Um, kind of, and that's the, so crazy. I'm sorry about the Kim Possible thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, just think about like that, like that they directed that, and they go, you know what? We're gonna make this. And actually, they made Freaks, and then they made Kim Possible because yeah. this movie came out in 2018, and Kim Possible came out in 2019. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, so now Ernesto, comparing the two movies, is there, <laughs> is there? Uh, let's. Yeah, let's compare the two movies first. Are there any similarities at all? <laughs> um, there was some form of action in both films. <laughs> uh, there was a, a villain in each film. Nice, nice, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's, that's about it. <laughs> There may have been ice cream in the other one in Kim Possible, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Did ice cream ice cream didn't play a big role in, in Kim Possible? I'm surprised. Definitely not. <laughs> well, talk about a shift in, in movies. Uh, that that's that's great. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that we that we missed out for this for this review this week? I, I think that's it. I think overall it's a pretty good film. If we haven't mentioned already, um, it's available on Netflix. You can give it a watch. Okay. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, so now we're going to move on to more or less our discussion for the week. Uh, Nick, you, as we that's previously st- – I'm sorry, say that again? <laughs> I said that's, oh, that's me. You. That's you, yes. <laughs> uh, you uh, host a Twitch account, the Twitch channel, called uh, Nick D underscore TV. And you can find your channel on Twitch and you play a game that I knew very little about. And then all of a sudden, when everyone's staying at home, everyone can't stop playing this game called Animal Crossing. And it's been just as popular as Tiger King. And I feel like if I'm not seeing memes, if I'm not seeing memes of Tiger King, I'm seeing memes on Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just those two. And that's what everyone's talking about. Uh, So and you were playing this game for a while before that. I mean, I've been playing... I have right here my original copy of the GameCube Animal Crossing. Wow. I've been playing since 2002, I think this came out. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing for a long time. (laughs) I've been playing Animal Crossing for a long time. Uh, So let's let's, let's dive into it. I want to ask you, Nick, how did you get involved playing this game? Like, Um, what was your first interactions with this? So, um, hold on. Uh, Someone's asking what my turnip prices are. They're bad. <laughs> they're bad. They're, I think they're like 63 bells right now. Um, yeah. So 
in like in the early 2000s they had these commercials that were um basically the commercials were based on a reality show uh shoot what's it called where they all live in the same house um real world world. they had these like real world based um (laughs) commercials and i was like this is hilarious i have to play this game this game you know the the major draw for it was like it was the first game i've ever seen that plays in real time mm-hmm. so like if you miss something in the game you miss it you right. know like you can't like it's like before dvr you know you you can't go back and watch you can't you know record something and go back and watch it you have to like if someone says hey i'm coming to your house at noon if you're not there at noon they're gonna be like where were you <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said you'd be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you lied to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so the fact that it being real time, that was that was your biggest that draw. Was, yeah, that was, I think that was the biggest draw originally to the game because I was like, I've never seen anything like this. Right. You know. And so now, after playing it, that the what other factors that kind of kept you playing for this many years? Um, a lot of it like is like the dialogue. Um, you mean the, the, the that dialogue? Well, not oh, that good, dialogue. Thank you. Oh, the text. I see. I see. Text dialogue um, is is pretty funny. There's a lot of like puns and stuff, which I enjoy. Um, the collecting aspect of it, I love collecting stuff, and you know, it's like something I can col- I can collect in the game, and I don't have to have like stuff in my in my actual real house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, the bugs and the fish and the furniture collecting, like I love. It's like one of my favorite things. And the the fossils are really cool too. And I feel like there's like a, a learning aspect too, <laughs> um, because I've like learned like the weirdest things from this game, like what different bugs sound like. Summertime, I can I can definitely hear the different kind of cicadas in like just out outside in the real world. <laughs> okay. And so, you just, you, you learn to like hear, you know, from hearing like them in the game. It's really funny. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Ernesto, I know. So you extended the same question to you. You just recently started playing this game. So like a veteran, like Nick to like, now you just like, you know what? I'm going to start playing this game as of what, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, a couple, maybe like two two weeks now. It, okay. Well, it was based off what Nick, you know, he talked about it last time, and then I saw the new one was coming out, and then I, you know, a lot of hype was coming up about the game, and I was like, all right, well, let's get the game. Like, <laughs> so then, so then we got it, and I started playing, and I was like, wow, this is really like, I really, I thought I got into it, but my wife is oh. really, really, <laughs> really into this game. Um, actually, we spent a day, we spent some time in, on during one of Nick's streams, and we came in and we visited his island and stuff. It was fun. Did, did you raid it? Did you steal all of his stuff? I have no idea if you can do that or not. but I asked. I asked for it. I said, listen, <laughs> can I come in here and fish and take bugs? Because I don't want to just come in and just start taking right. all everybody's stuff for their day. It's like, like, yeah, hey, I'm sweet. saving that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gotta ask first before you take stuff from people's house. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, if it, you can't just steal anyone's bugs. You got to make sure you ask first before you steal the bugs. I get it. <laughs> um, so, so basically for you, Ernesto, it sounds like it was just like the hype and word of mouth then that yeah. got you attracted to this game. 
But it's just, I just love how simple it is. Like, I, when you need an, an absolute escape from reality, like, that's that's where you would go. Like, it's just, you would go play that because it's like a, a perfect world. There's nothing wrong. There's no bad stuff going on in it. It's just about the work you put in is what you get out. Hmm. So, I mean, the worst that happens is you get stung by bees. <laughs> <laughs> but that sucks. <laughs> it does suck. But for real, though, that that's not a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ernesto, so- punk, punk Katie in in the uh, in the chat says you need to add her. I don't know if you oh, know who I, that is. I think that that's Andy, our friend, who's also a Twitch streamer. Oh, I think that that's that, funny. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Andy. <laughs> hey, we need to get you on the. <laughs> we to get her on the show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually really excited because I played when I was I was logging on today just to just to get my my my, my bonus miles from logging into the thing, and I was like, well, let me let me just go check in with Isabel because I've noticed that some of my trees have grown in and yeah. my bl- flowers have bloomed and I got some other stuff connected, and I finally got my three star rating. So now oh, I can, nice. Now now I can get a uh, KK slider to come by. Yeah, exactly. So now, but I think now is when you get terraforming and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't what know I, what any of that means, but Ernesto, <laughs> congratulations on getting your three stars. I really, I am really, truly happy for you. Well, now you can start like really molding the, this is where like you can start being really creative and stuff. Like you can okay. start like waterfalls and like do it all the different kind of, different kind of things. Uh, I now want to bring in uh, Megan. She's been listening to us. I know she's a big player of of animal crossing so i kind of want to get her insight and uh, again asking the same question megan how did you start getting involved i know you've been playing for a while so my first one was wild world and my mom was a travel nurse and my babysitter was my nintendo ds and so every week i get like a new ds video game it was great so i got (laughs) animal crossing and then ever since then i was hooked and then also ernesto i just like while you guys have been chatting i've been sitting here playing and then I just started the KK Slider project, and I had to Google it to figure out how to do it because I've been so angry he hasn't been in my town. But yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get and something else I don't know, but if you guys know what it is, then that does that, that, that like a, is that a good thing? Is that a, a special thing? It's like the musician, the one that you kept telling me to stop buying his music to. Oh yes, I remember. <laughs> that. Yes, I do. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it sounds like that everyone has like a different experience getting into this this game. And the the only connection I have for this is that just Megan plays, and so so far the the song gets stuck in my head. That's probably the biggest thing for me uh, when she's playing. And then just recently, I she, I forgot what Megan was doing, but I I hopped on the game and we sent you a clip, Ernesto, of me trying to play the game. It was great. <laughs> I need this do this. <laughs> it's actually really funny uh it's i she was holding a net and i really wanted to catch this dragonfly and i was having a very hard time catching that i did not know that dragonflies are hard to catch in this game or at least they're hard pretty quick yeah, they are quick and so <laughs> so i settled for butterflies and then <laughs> and then as soon as i caught a butterfly and you know like it takes a pause to show you like hey you caught this thing the dragonfly would come right into frame. I'm like, that little bastard. <laughs> you now knew. Now <laughs> you back. Want... Yeah, go ahead. Now you, gotta, now you gotta start 
trying for tarantulas. What are those? Ooh, yeah. I mean, I know what they are, but like, are they hard to get? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're um. Just just a heads up, tarantulas are only are only here till the end of the month. After April, they go away, and uh, then we get scorpions Ooh. in 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 May. They kill you. You like faint, and then you get sent back to your house. What? Yeah. Why why do they do why is this game so so deadly? Why do they kill you? Did you want to catch them? But we went to Tarantula we found a tarantula island and we caught thirteen of them. Ooh. I can't even catch one and like honestly they're annoying whenever I see them. I'm like, no, not today. Like gonna leave. I'm done for tonight. <laughs> Uh, what, what's what's the thing with these tarantulas? Ex- explain what's what's the deal with so, them. So, tarantulas um, are the highest selling bug to catch right now. Uh-huh. They sell for eight thousand bells unless you sell them to um, Flick, who's who's like a a bug enthusiast uh, chameleon, and he sell he buys them for I think um, it's it's one and a half times the price. So. We did. That's what we did. We just saved them in our yeah. storage, and we're like, we're gonna yeah, save them until this guy gets here. Buys them for 12,000 12, bells. Oh, that's a lot. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like the quickest way to get money without um, time traveling. Are they are they difficult to catch? Like, are these difficult to find? They're uh, both. They're they're difficult to catch and difficult to find because they they run. And if my number one tip for hunting. Um, tarantulas is if you see one don't immediately pull out your net the second you pull out your net they will aggro and they will run at you immediately Hmm. so try to get yourself into a position without any with any other item that's not the net so what 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 do you recommend like what other items can you use without uh, aside from aside from the net well you can only use the net to catch them but like don't have the net in your hand oh if you want to get close don't have the net in your hand and then either make like a box around yourself or around or like near the tarantula and then pull out the net and then you can catch it. Okay. That's it. Good. Thank you for the helpful tip there. I will, I think Megan's listening. So she will probably use that. I have no reason for that information, but (laughs) Um, not yet. (laughs) Not yet. You're right. I, I I say this now, give it two weeks. I'm like, all right, guys, I got to tell you about all this stuff I've been doing this past week on Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) um but uh nick i want to ask you uh tell us a little bit about the game and and everybody uh like because i don't truly this isn't a game for me i'm more of the action packed game with a clear storyline of Mm. like 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 spider-man uncharted that's my game there's a clear narrative you have objectives to do and then you move on so what what is is there a story in this game what exactly is this game about so So there's there's not really a story it's it's more like it's the genre of game is is called life simulator. So it's like kind of think of a think of like The Sims. There's no story in The Sims. You're just like living life basically. Okay. And and then you have it appears to have you have goals for the day. So like obviously like you're playing in real yes. time. So what what is what is your your like your uh, I guess draw to continue playing and like are you uh, going to or trying to achieve a goal and then moving on to the next one? Um. Well, like there's like 
there's not really like a whole lot like I guess like the first goal in the game is to get a three star rating and to get KK Slider to come to your town so you can get terraforming so you can you know start uh, changing stuff in the town and that and then after that it's really like open and open ended to where you know you themed or like my town's uh, dinosaur themed you know and then you build and build up your house and make your house um, the way you want it and make maybe if you make different rooms different themed my upstairs room right now is um, movie theater themed <laughs> yeah I, I think you posted that last night on your Instagram page correct? yeah is that your upstairs yeah Looks very nice the, yeah. your, your, your snack collection seems pretty stacked it, yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good <laughs> You have uh, to have snacks when you watch a movie. Of course, yeah. <laughs> why, why would? <laughs> uh, so, Arnaud, so what, what do you think is you know your your biggest draw to this to this game? You know, with new coming in here and all the experiences that you've been so far in just a couple of weeks. Like, what do you think makes you play every single day? Well, well, I don't play. Well, yeah, yeah, we do. We we play <laughs> at least a little bit every day. But right. I would say no. Like uh, the biggest draw is the create. For me, is the create the well now being able to explore the creative aspect because now it's all about it's going to be what you make it because it's about right. what what you think about because you know so much you may put a bush there but you may put a bush here or stuff this and that this you know you where you want your sidewalks to go and are the people going to be happy with what you do but it's it's just cool it's just cool to do it's just it's like you know you're painting a picture you're you're exploring that creative aspect of yourself and seeing it come to come to life more or less on, right. in a di- in a digital aspect but mm-hmm. you know and it's just it's a very simple game like but i but i'm with you as well like i told you a couple weeks ago i beat um the last um fallen order i finally yeah, beat star wars fallen order which was an fucking incredible game that was a right. great great game great storyline the gameplay was incredible i guess i can i've never really found because i a life simulator that I enjoyed, like I enjoyed this one. Although I used to play The Sims, I used to play The Sims too when I was oh, yeah. when I was younger. I used to play The Sims and kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't That's say like the that thing I haven't you do done in The that. Sims. Like eventually, you you end up like just well. Now I'm just gonna watch this person die. Now I'm gonna delete all the delete all the toilets in the house and. <laughs> well. Uh, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Put them in the pool and then delete the the ladder so they can't yeah. get out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I would usually set fire to them because I won't let them learn how to cook. And then they cook something and then have an electrical fire and then the door was closed and then they die. And then the reaper yeah. would come. Oh my god! <laughs> then you could put then their tombstones, build in the house, put the tombstones in the back. <laughs> This is an aspect of The Sims I did not know about. Is Animal Crossing like that too? Like, you know what? Yeah. That 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 chicken, it's gonna die today. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh man. Can't kill right. anybody in Animal Crossing. That's good to know. At least I'm like I'm not gonna be walking in while Megan's playing and be like, what are you doing to that animal? <laughs> the worst you can do is hit them with the bug net. Do do they react to it? Uh, eventually they will. Like if you hit them <laughs> enough, they'll they'll be like, "Hey, what what's your deal? Stop I, stop, <laughs> stop smacking." <laughs> I think that's that's a fair uh, uh, reaction to it. <laughs> um, Megan, what what do you feel like is your biggest draw to this to this game? 
Yeah, so it's the same thing pretty much that they said. The like you get to create your own world. A game when I was younger that I really enjoyed playing was Roller Coaster Tycoon, which sort of had like earlier feels of this. And then I moved to Sims, and then I moved to Animal Crossing. But it's just there aren't many games out there I feel that have this sort of like alternative world that you get to create that doesn't necessarily have a large storyline. Because I think like the storyline games get kind of boring. You're driven in a certain direction the whole entire game. Whereas, like, here you get to create your own, like, destiny. Correct. Correct. And I guess, you know, based on what you guys were saying, it maybe it kind of serves the reason why that this game might have been so popular at this particular moment right now um, is because everyone can, you know, create their own worlds and escape for a little bit, like you were saying earlier. So that makes complete sense in my in my eyes. Um, Nick, so I know that obviously you've been playing this game for a while, and so... You said you had some helpful tips for for us to kind of uh, yeah for the players I mean, that are that are playing this game right now. I wrote some things down. Um, here's something that like I didn't think about for a long time until my wife brought it up. Um, carry your DIY table with you everywhere you go, because when when your shovel or something eventually breaks, you don't want to run all the way to wherever it is to build a new can just drop it build build a new shovel or axe or whatever you whatever just broke that's i feel like that that's like a really good piece of information that um that i didn't even think i didn't even think about right right <laughs> so props uh, to your um, wife for <laughs> like yeah. you know why why, why are she you running like, all the like, way why are you, yeah why are you going because like mine's in my Mine's in my house, so it's like every time I something would break, I'd be like, oh, great, now I have to go all the way back to the house and <laughs> go inside. Right, right. <laughs> then, you know. Um, another thing is, like, make sure you're hitting the rocks every day. Um, and a good a good tip for hitting the rocks is to make, like, dig three holes behind the rock. And so you're not – because every time you hit the rock, it knocks you back. And right. so if you have three holes in, like, in, like a line – um and you hit the rock you'll either go left or right and it'll the the holes will save you from going back all the way and you can um reap the most benefits from it because like you get eight items from hitting hitting the rocks and and then eventually one of the rocks in your one of the six rocks in your island will give you bells and that's like the most one of the most important things i had that happen to me I had we, I had a rock give me bags of bells. I found that a bag of um, three bags. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, one bag of 99,000 bells that I buried, that I reburied, and grew into it grew into a money tree. And now I still have the bag, so I'm gonna save one of the bags to <laughs> to anytime I find a money tree hole, I'm just gonna plant that bag and get another 99,000 back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I usually do. I usually just do 10,000. Because there's that that glowing spot every day, um, and I usually only do ten thousand, but maybe I maybe I should up it. How yeah. much how much bells do you get based on is this because you're growing a money tree? So like, is the amount the larger the amount that you put in the hole, the bigger you get. You get three times the money back. So like, if you you only plant one thousand, you get you get three three bags of bells, and then you get each bag is. 1,000 if you plant 1,000. Okay. So I guess when you want to plant the bigger amounts, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I think 
there's a little bit of a risk, I think, because the more I think I think I read somewhere that the more money is in there, the lower chance you have to get money. Okay. Oh, I see. I see. Because so like could could a, could you plant a money tree and not get any return back? Uh, yeah. Oh. Essentially, oh, so I there, guess there there's is... there's a possibility of not of you not getting any money at all. Oh, so like basically it's like gambling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Good to know. Good to, uh, anything else you have? Um, basically like collect everything and also sell everything because like. Most most of the items you can always buy back in um, from Nook in the catalog. So most everything you can, unless it's like an event item or a special item, um, you can buy most everything back. And okay. you know to get money, you just want to you just want to sell. Sell sell sell. <laughs> oh, uh, Punk Katie says I think the max uh, it'll do with no issues is ten thousand bells. So if you you plant ten thousand bells, you're more likely to get it if uh, than if you planted more. Than oh, 10, okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, um, and, and then one of my last things is um, when you, once you get the uh, the Able Sisters, the clothing store, there's um, one of the hedgehogs in the back. Talk to her every day. Um, I know, like for like the first like seven days, she like just talks about stuff um but eventually she'll start giving you patterns and you can and you can customize um you can use those patterns to customize furniture and stuff oh okay yeah uh well those are those sounds like really good tips uh ernesto did do you have any anything to add to what to nick said from from your experience of playing no, I didn't know that about the pattern thing, but I'll have to tell my wife because she like she's she likes to go when she plays. She like goes to the store. She like buys a new outfit for her character every day. Like she like customizes herself. I, I'm I have one outfit that I that just <laughs> that, that's just what I wear every day. That's just what I wear every day. This <laughs> one's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have Have you found anything interesting while you're playing Ernesto that that like you didn't know? Uh, I guess going in before like obviously you obviously the more you play the more you find out but did you find anything like a, a, a huge revelation while playing like oh well that could have made my life a lot easier if i known that like a few minutes ago mm, no because i i mean i talked to nick and then i went on his channel and then we just uh and then i you know i watched a bunch of videos online but no i mean so uh just watering your flowers and stuff every day make sure you tend to your plants don't forget to water your plants. I did, uh, but the, the realized ones and Megan's weren't happy that I forgot to. They died. Do. They didn't. Not they all. Killed my real life plants. I did not 100% kill. I had over 40 plants. Now I have like 20. You had that many plants? It was uh, yeah. Oh okay. I did not realize you had that many plants. <laughs> uh, Megan, do you have anything to add as far as like helpful tips for? Well, only this week did I learn that turnip prices are different in the AM and the PM time. And that would have been so very helpful a long time ago. Oh, yeah, so I knew that. When I learned that information and then started tracking it and then using the turnip calculator and I became a little bit obsessed. <laughs> and then um, I now have found out that because my store will be doing construction tomorrow, I will be Ooh. accepting a 34 bell per turnip loss and little, little sting right there. So pay attention to your turnip prices. See? 
See, a game teaches you yeah. about profit and loss. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It does. Well, I mean, it really does. <laughs> it's it's funny that you mentioned with the turnouts because, like, yeah, Megan was saying that she discovered that. So there is a, like a, a notebook on our table that is like starting from Monday of like, here's the AM and PM prices for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I was like, wow, Megan, this is very organized. <laughs> very much so. Yeah, Megan's bringing them up right here. I'm putting it in front of the camera. There were the toner prices for for the week. And what did you buy? You bought it at 94? She did buy it. Did I, yeah. yeah, so she I bought it, it at week? 94 bells. And, my oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, she hey, bought Matt. it. I, sorry, I, <laughs> I bought it at 93. 93. Nice. Um, yeah, she bought it at uh, 94 bells, and her biggest return would have been at 113 if she were to sold them on Wednesday. And she didn't decide to sell them until this evening, which was what would you say, Megan? It was it's at 61 bells. Now. 61. So you gotta yeah. you gotta go on the you gotta go on the 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 twitters and see what people are posting their bells at. Uh, someone I saw the other day on Twitter, um, I think it was yesterday. Elijah Wood DM'd someone about their yeah. turnip prices and were like, <laughs> "Hey, can I come over and sell my?" <laughs> so so my turnips. You telling me that the Lord of the Rings guy wants to come over yeah. to my place and buy some bells or get Frodo, some Frodo himself. Yes. Was like, let me let me sell my bells. Do you think do you think he built his island as the Shire? <laughs> Probably not. He's really into horror movies, so I'm sure his his island's super spooky. Oh. Um, also, I uh, Nick, you were also telling me that there was an update that was just like N- Nintendo just put out, and they offer. Oh a lot yeah. Of- can you can you explain what new updates that are coming to the game or have been just put onto the game? So the the update came out the 23rd. So today's the 24th. Uh, so yesterday it came out. It started yesterday, and it added um, two. I wouldn't say new characters, but they're returning characters to the series. Um, okay. Red and Leaf. Um, Red is a fox, and he's been around since the first Animal Crossing. Um, he's kind of like a, a shysty <laughs> retailer who um, he'll sell paintings, and um, more often than not, the paintings are counterfeit. So you have oh. to, yeah, okay. you have to kind of watch out and see what what the paintings are and kind of like look at different things and they i noticed that the paintings the 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 consistency of like the paintings are more and more subtle so like before um in like new leaf it was almost pretty obvious if you looked at the real painting and you looked at um the fake painting like it was pretty obvious which one was fake, hmm. but in in this game, it's more it's more subtle which ones are fake. Because I've noticed, like I've seen people post like, "Oh, this is a fake one," and literally, like there was some guy waving in the background, like oh, his wow. arm was like, yeah, <laughs> and as in the original painting was like this, and then in the in the fake painting, his arm was like in a different direction and i was just like that is the most subtle <laughs> like i was like there's no way that i would have known that if someone didn't point it out right right 
So, so, so basically, are you just are you buying these paintings for your own, or are you just buying these or buying these paintings to sell them? Um, you're buying them to to fill the museum. Oh, so I see. Once you like, yeah. So the museum in the in the up in the update, the museum gets an upgrade. Um, the first time you um, donate a painting to the museum, the next day it'll close down, and then the day after that it'll reopen. Um, and it'll have a new wing for um, for art. Okay, very interesting. Yeah. And, and the then other there's go ahead. There's also um, Leaf is a is a returning character from um, from New Leaf, and he's like a sloth character that sells sells uh, p- different plants and and now shrubs as well. And people were so excited about shrubs for some reason. <laughs> people people excited, are really sure. excited about shrubs. <laughs> uh, are those um, the big things? That... Those are the big things. Um, there are a couple other like um, events like later in the year that like right now there's an event. It's called what is it called? It's called like Leaf Day. No, it's not called Nature Leaf Day. Day. It's, it's Nature Day. Day. Nature Day. Yeah. <laughs> Nature Day is going on right now, and that's an event, and you basically get. Uh, extra nook miles for doing nature day event based things um there's also there's also like a may day event next coming out next month and then there's also museum day and um anniversary day for some reason and it's like wedding anniversaries and that's in june um i'm not sure like 100 percent what that's gonna be but it looks it looked cute i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh but it sounds like obviously with you know with these updates that this game is like you said ever changing and yeah. it also sounds like that maybe like back when the gamecube was around it almost sounded like that if you weren't there for that day could you maybe get it again that same day a year from now like is yeah. it like was a story yeah. built without one year mm-hmm. um yeah kind of yeah like like if you missed if you missed um a special event you could go back the next year and, you know, and it'll still be there, like whatever holiday it was right. on that day. But now, since obviously they can do any updates at, at a whim, Nintendo can, then this game could be changing year round every single day. It's something brand new. So that adds a different yeah. element to how you played the game before. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's awesome. I, I see uh, reading in the comments, somebody asked about... Uh, you can talk about getting blue and black flowers. Is that is there a significance there? Um, they're, the they're they're really hard to get. <laughs> they're really hard to get. Um, you get those through through like crossbreeding different flowers. Um, I don't know like off the top of my head. I think um, how to get them, mm-hmm. but there are definitely like places online. Um, let me just see if I can find one real quick. Um, Animal Crossing. Uh, Ernesto, have you been trying to? Do you know the significance uh, between the blue and black flowers? I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just hard to get. Um, okay. And you have to crossbreed. Um, let's see. If you depending on the different uh, different flowers, like if you want, let's say you want red roses, you want to plant a lot of or if you want black roses, you want to plant a lot of red roses next to each other, and eventually you'll get um, a black rose. Okay. 
All right. Sounds good. And uh, so uh, as we kind of wrap up this conversation here, um, it does it, it does. There's like a uniqueness that I've that I've uh, I just listening to you guys um, that comes with this game. That's kind of like, it's almost like bringing also people together because you can travel to different places, right? Like you can travel to different islands and see their worlds. Is that something that you could have done before then in other games? Yes. Um, okay. Not in the. Yeah. No. Even even going back to the first game, you could take your memory card and bring it to your friend's house and oh, okay. stick it in their game. <laughs> you, could, you could go to their their town and they could come to your town. And and the same idea is like you can take you know their stuff and you know sell their turnips and all that stuff. The same idea. But now yeah, just you can. The internet. Yeah, yeah. Now with the internet, like you can, you don't even have to go to their house. Right, right. Well, Nick, thank you very much for giving us all this insight, and and I've learned a lot. And I just, I just noticed that this game is getting very popular, and I, I just, and then you know, with everyone playing it, it seems like something worth talking about. And obviously, we have you here, so you can give us some insight on how the game is played. And and uh, if anyone is interested in playing the game, is Animal Crossing New Horizons, and you know, you can buy it at any store or online or whatever the case maybe on that um but yeah you know i uh nick thank you very much for coming on to the show thank really you. yeah thanks for coming it. on yeah. again no, thanks for having me uh i guess for anyone that can find you do you mind just saying where they can find you yet again um yeah i'm at on the at all the things uh at nick d underscore tv okay uh, so you can find him there on Instagram, Facebook, and and Twitch, like you, like we are right now. Uh, if you want more from us, we have our Instagram page at box office underscore bingers, and we post stuff every day, especially to our Insta story. Every Friday we have new to stream Friday, so let you know what you can stream day of every Sunday. Since there's no longer at the box office. You can look at our top 10 on Netflix to see what's popular, what everyone's watching, as well as you can check out our, our top picks. Our, in the last couple of weeks, we've been posting our top picks for Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. And so in the future, we're having your our top picks for Disney Plus and HBO coming soon. So if you're looking for something to watch and you're just sitting in that show hole and you need something to do, definitely uh, go to our page at box office underscore bingers. We'll give you some recommendations. Hopefully you haven't seen it before. Um, so you can look forward to that in the coming weeks. Uh, with that being said, Nick, again, thank you for coming on to the show. It's always a pleasure having you on. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you for having and, me. And I've been Matt Diaz. I've been Ernesto Santos. Thank you, guys. See you.